you're talking about the Game of Thrones, either you <laughs> win or you die. We're not dying tonight, though, because we're talking about <laughs> one of the biggest phenomenons to hit television. And probably in human history. And uh, in, yeah. all of, in, all, in all of mankind. I don't know. We lived through Cheers. People went nuts for Cheers. Our, Seinfeld? Our generation does not go nuts for Cheers. <sighs> Seinfeld, though. Seinfeld was pretty big. Does our gen go for that? Breaking Bad was pretty big. Yeah. But not as big as Westeros, and it's... Fair enough. Fair enough. We're talking about it. It's, it's, it's fight for the throne. It's, it's been a week, week gone, but we are, we're going to talk about it. Oh, yeah. Tonight, we gave you all the opportunity to <clears throat> just brush up on your Westerosi knowledge so we can do a retrospective on the entire series that was Game of Thrones. <sighs> and since Troy... Hates it. Thinks it's so stupid. I've decided to get his I, better half. You know, the the best half you could possibly have. The person that I watched maybe four seasons of it with while Before she was Before he pregnant. ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> by changing his schedule and getting home early in the day. Do you remember that? Because we would be able to get oh, at least yeah. two episodes We'd in. We'd get two apps in. At least, at least one and a half. And, it was like, and then no Troy talking. would show up. You just watch, and you had already seen it, but so you would like kind of watch me to watch my reactions. Yeah. And then he would show up and be like, oh, oh, and go sit in like an armchair that we could still see him. Yeah. <laughs> and he would just. Yep. And then he would just kind of like look over at, at us and be like, forlorn. And he would get up and like walk over to us every once in a while and be like, I don't fucking get this. But then he would stop and watch, and you could tell like there was oh, yeah. some interest there. There He's was a liar. A little bit, a little bit of the seed was planting okay. in his head. Yeah. And then, I guarantee then he would, he'd brush it away. But, oh, now yeah. that it's over, once people stop talking about it, was, and he's probably going to watch it. He will watch all of it, and then I will rub his dirty little face in it. Do it. Make right it in the carpet. Just full of shame. Shame yeah. him like that but, woman that followed Cersei down the road and <laughs> rang a bell. I don't think you ever Shamed saw her. that. No, but you told me all about it. Oh, yeah. We made Troy leave the room so you could catch me up. Okay. Yeah, I mean. Oh, yeah. I'm there, man. But it, he doesn't care. But anyways, but you did see the finale. I did. And you did watch up to season four? I think so. Five? I don't know the number. I got pretty far. You watched up to, like, I think where Tyrion and got I've, left, right? I've, I've kept up, for the most part, like, reading spoilers online. Okay. Like, reading about it. Okay. So we're just going to do... We're going to wing it. Yeah, we're going to wing it. We're going to do a little okay. retrospective. Okay, we're going to talk about our favorite moments. Oh. What we thought... Uh, oh, the moments. Our favorite characters. And then, of course, mm. probably the one thing you guys are looking forward to the most... What do we think of that controversial finale? I know you saw it. I did. <clears throat> I so did. we'll talk about that at the very end. But first, Chelsea, what drew you to Game of Thrones? Um, You know, honestly, I was repelled from it. <laughs> like, I didn't want to watch it. It was. It didn't seem like my genre. Yeah. So like when Troy and other people, you know, there's a couple of radio personalities I listen to and they're like, I just can't get into the, the fantasy side. Yeah. I would not... I don't love dragon movies and wizardry and magic and things like that. So I think going into it, I was like, I don't know. Yeah. But then you kept talking about it. Mm -hmm. And you're like, no, it's actually more about the the relationships. And it's like pretty gritty. And then it, it just seemed like everybody was into it. So I finally just gave in. Yeah. And I think it was because, yeah, you would record the podcast with Troy, but he had to work late. And I was pregnant. And I'm like, well. Yeah. I like yeah, show up early. We didn't really have anything to do. Yeah, so even... 
I don't even know if I was dating Molly at the time. So I was I was I single. So. I had nothing to do. Yeah. And so we just started watching and it was awesome. Yeah. And just I think having somebody to watch it with, I don't know if I ever would have just dove in by myself. Yeah. I saw I, for me, I'm glad that I went back and rewatched it like a couple times mm-hmm. because there's so many characters you have to get involved with that some of them they make them seem like the biggest deal and they die like in three Instantly. episodes. And then there's yeah. ones where like they're just kind of in the background and you don't really pay attention to them. And then there'll be like an episode where it's like, this guy's really important. You should have paid attention. Yeah. Where you're like, okay. It is. So I was listening because <laughs> to prep for this, I was listening to some, of my, like I said, my favorite radio personalities and they were talking about it and they have one person on the show that listen, that watches it repetitively and she was talking about it. it's really cool because it like helps something about like helping your memory or it just like keeps you a focus because it's the kind of show that you have to remember yeah a lot of things yeah you can't really be on your phone when you're watching no this because yeah like every scene is going to involve someone where it's like oh this is probably going to come back or it'll be something where like it's like children playing in the woods stab through the chest <laughs> and then it'll be like a quick yeah quick change to like a penis in your face <laughs> Yeah. I'm holding a severed penis yeah, like, next to this they, child. They pretty much will do that where it's like a really calm, cool scene. And then all of a sudden it's just like you're seeing the back end of somebody as they're like blown apart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's for gr- sure. It is an extremely graphic show. Yeah. I think that's part of the reason why, what drew me to it was that I feel like Shocking this. Off. Yeah. Like this show, I feel like it, it had the guts to go where a lot of shows didn't really feel like they could. Like even... Like, yeah. trying to present characters that you're supposed to like that take part in incest oh, is kind a of a... Oh, lot of deep Lots of incest, yeah. But it's like... And not just incest, but, like, breeding. Yeah, yeah. Like, they are making two, children. Two separate they're making, instances where there's incest that lead to Very children. true, very true. But, yeah, like, they get Haunting. into... <laughs> they, But they make it where, like, you s- still end up liking them, even though it's, like, a thing that yeah. you're... Taught from a very young age that you do not fuck anyone related to you. Yeah, especially like a twin. I don't know. Yeah. Weird, right? Yeah. Came out of the womb. Let's get into each other. But I will say, I think the writing on the show, and I didn't read the books. I know you said Molly Pop has read the books. Yes. Yes. Um, but the writing of the show and of the character development, they do a really good job of like anti-heroes and really making you love people that you shouldn't mm-hmm. so they and it's or it'll be somebody really and then all of a sudden something absolutely horrible either happens to them or they do it and it just totally i feel like they're very yeah. quick to make you feel an emotional reaction yeah like they after but a they while do a good job of it after a while they'll be put in a situation where you definitely see who they truly are yeah. in a certain way yes and i think that's part of what i like the most about the show is that they are willing to go that way with it where like they'll take someone that you think is just reprehensible and then they'll put them in a situation where they did something you didn't expect and you're like oh shit oh, and then there's the red wedding so bada <laughs> yeah, bing bada boom then they kill half the people on the show yeah still haunts uh, me to this day yeah well speaking of that uh what are some of your favorite <laughs> moments i like how that <laughs> triggered you to talk about me the favorite moments. Yeah, favorite moments. Wedding. Like what like what are some of the events where it's like now this is why I watch Game of Thrones? You know, I really loved all of the Khaleesi stuff kind of leading up. Like I've just always liked her. Yeah. She's very likable. Yeah. Um, even even heading into the finale, missing a lot of stuff. Like yeah. I still like that character. Mm-hmm. And I love just the twists and turns with the Starks. 
mm-hmm. like the the different moments there. I felt like that family just was really interesting. Yeah. As far as like really favorite moments, not the red wedding. <laughs> Like I was said, expecting that'll... to watch. Remember, we watched that together, and you, I was expecting you to cry. You led up to that so hard. You're like, just wait till we get to the red wedding, and you wouldn't tell yeah. me what it. I was like, just tell me what it is. Yeah. Could lean on here, Lucille Bluth over I there. I couldn't. I was getting off with holding, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like that. I don't, I don't know. I I can't. There are moments, but I wouldn't say that I have like a favorite. Yeah. What about you? Well, you, uh, I don't know. Why the fuck is my phone going I off so don't much? No, this is bullshit. And then okay. these headphones are being weird. Like they get like really loud at one point, and then they get soft again. I don't know. I'm gonna have to talk with Troy and maybe throw yeah. him in the garbage or something. I but just anyways, this for him for Christmas. Okay, <laughs> my own money went into that. You watch what you're saying, slick. But uh, no, like I. In all honesty, I did really appreciate like an event like the Red Wedding because it's gutsy because you do spend a long time with Ugh. Rob Stark and like that whole branch of like the Stark family because they're they're a pretty big plot point because yeah. they're fighting a war. So it's like it's even like when they're not really doing something you that you're interested like in. A favorite is the Red Wedding for you. Well, that's a bold but statement. But no, not maybe not like a not, not like I wasn't like yeah after it. Like I remember no, guys, he the totally first was. time. No, the first time I saw it, I didn't and know it was seat. coming. Uh, first time I saw it, I didn't know it was coming, and I could not sleep that night. It was so. And then you like built it up with me, and you kept saying like you're gonna cry. <laughs> I don't think I did. I thought yeah, I thought you were because no. the first thing they do is they like stab a pregnant woman repeatedly in and, the stomach, and I was pregnant. Yeah, and I was like, That's <laughs> like a lot. I was like almost uncomfortable when you were about ready to watch. <sighs> and I was like, oh no, she was might be a wreck after this. I didn't cry, but, man. No, like I, I. uh it's one of those moments where it like stuck with me because they it's so visceral and in your face when they yeah. do it too. Like they don't cut away from the from when it's taking it's place. Yeah, because you're watching a lot of characters that you care about. Yeah, and this is like halfway through the series even too. Like yeah. I think it's like the end of the third season they do this where you're just left to be like, oh, okay, so all these people that I'm <laughs> that I gotten to know then. for three years are murdered very brutally. They are gone. <laughs> They are very gone. Yeah. It but, was very red. But then, like, I think one of the things I like the most about Game of Thrones in that sense is that they'll... They they kind of play up the the whole show like it is it is like a fairy tale. Like, you are supposed to follow these people like, well, don't worry if... Don't worry about this person being in danger because they'll come out in the end because that's what fairy tales do. I never thought about and it then, like that. But then when they get to the point where that person gets murdered, then you kind of cycle back through your head like oh well everything yeah. they everything they've kind of done up to this point has led to this point yeah. it's just that that's the fairy tale storytelling has old always told me that no matter what this person does they're always going to come out i guess i hadn't unscathed. Really that perspective but yeah yeah after the fact with a lot of the major events even in the final episode it you look back and you're like okay i could see how it built well, up even in this. the first season like they sean bean is the first build person in the credits, like they make you believe that Ned Stark is the main character of Game yes, of Thrones, and then he dies really, and fast. he dies before the first season even and ends. And it's heartbreaking because Arya <laughs> sees it. Yeah, like imagine seeing your dad get his head cut off. <laughs> yeah, Arya sees a lot of bad shit. She 
she does. Because she's there when the Red Wedding happens, too. She could too. use a little bit of crisis therapy a little yeah. bit. Yeah, but that's, I think, that's the thing that kind of drew me the most to Game of Thrones is that <clears> they <throat> took, they take kind of that fairy tale background and then they add a dose of reality to it in a way where it's like, well, these people are not as well off as you think they would be. Yeah. And, like, you even kind of feel like, as the show progresses, that all of these these things that kind of follow of, like, loyalty and uh, duty and honor are kind of fucking them in the end. Like, there's there's people that don't follow their their ideals at all, but they're still good people. Like, you kind of get, feel like, by the end of it, like, I mean, honor and duty, it's not always all it's cracked up to be. Well, I think it, it's a show that shows that, like, no matter how heroic and clean and nice something can feel, that we all have a dark side. Like, yeah. it's very, it's a very human show. Mm-hmm. That they all have flaws. There's not one character that's, like, this perfect representation of, like purity or mm-hmm. honor i so they all everybody kind of portrays that yeah like i think jamie lannister is one of my favorites yeah because i think he has a lot of really dark like i mean he starts with incest with his sister and he's a jerk like <laughs> yeah. he pushes brand from a window yeah that the first episode <clears throat> he pushes a kid out of a window and paralyzes him for life doesn't even think and he's a father <laughs> i mean he's like yeah. somebody that you would think would feel something about that and doesn't yeah and then you see him progress and his relationship and friendship with Brienne. Yeah. It really, that one is one of the relationships that stuck me the most because mm-hmm. just watching him kind of evolve and you get to see sides of him that you wouldn't have seen if they didn't develop that. Yeah. But it is very, I mean, it's very human. Like you just see that there's good mm-hmm. and bad. Yeah. And, uh, well, yeah, we'll just move on to characters then. Yeah, I do. I really like Jamie in the whole series as well. Yeah, because... I grew to, I did not like him. Yeah. Because they really kind of built it up like he was just this scumbag. Yeah. But even and then. arrogant. Yeah. But yeah, he's a scumbag. But then like you get to realize that like he doesn't really have anyone. You do. he don't really have, he doesn't really have anyone to turn to because everyone kind of treats him like shit for <clears> being <throat> the Kingslayer. And his father is like just awful. Yeah. I'll, so, I'll talk more. I think he's one of my favorite characters, but we'll talk about him more. Man, he was awful. But, <laughs> but like, I love Tyrion. I think Tyrion's character was really interesting. Yeah. And I love that he was really intelligent and witty. And he yeah. had heartbreaking moments, mm-hmm. you know, where he fell in love with someone and then found out. Yeah. It was all, it just shattered. Yeah. And I, th- it, God, that broke my heart. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. one of my favorite seasons is season two when they have Tyrion is like the, the hand of the king. Yep. Because they show... We, so we spent pretty much the whole first season following Ned doing the job of like the Hand of the King, mm-hmm. but he's trying to do it in this like noble, always tell the truth, always be forthright with people. But then even then, like he still does things where it's like he doesn't want to hurt people's feelings, so he'll still lie. Yeah. So it's like oh, you're just, I don't know. <laughs> you're like he's like he <laughs> he does things in such like an honorable manner, and then. But it ultimately leads leads to his demise. But then you get Tyrion doing the exact same job, and he just doesn't give a fuck. He is in it just to self-preserve. Like well, he, and even... he, he starts out, and he's, like, drinking all of the time, and he's in yeah. whorehouses, and just, like, clearly unhappy. Yeah. And just kind of living this, like, I don't know, to-be-damned lifestyle. Yeah. But then he really, he evolves, I think, almost more than most of the characters yeah over time because of what he goes through even through the the finale yeah 
But like season two, I think the most is where you see how effective he is when he's put in a position of power. Yeah. Because he knows how to manipulate people. Oh, or how to how to use people without even a blink of an eye. Yeah, like he knows exactly. There's what like to that say. whole episode where like he he figures out who he can trust based on like one se- like he d- like develops these like multiple different secrets, and then he tells them to everyone that he knows is close to his sister, and then just waits for her to storm in and be like, "You're doing this," and then it's like, "Oh, so that guy told on me, so I can't trust him." <laughs> like that, but it was perfect. I feel like and then, he would do that. Yeah. Oh, I totally do that. <laughs> But no, yeah, I I love that. Like it's that whole he's telling these people these all these completely different facts, and then just waits for the one to get back to him from his sister to be like, can't trust him. Okay, now I know what I now I know what I need to do. But then they really <clears throat> tug at your heartstrings with him because he is a little person, and his father treats yeah. him so poorly, and just like no one really takes him serious. You know, he's mm-hmm. good. At, he I think he's he obviously became manipulative and, and is witty and uses wit because he had to overcompensate for yeah his incestuous good looking sibling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but and that's a I think that's a main theme that goes throughout the show though is that they they do a really good job of showing how how vain like people in general are because mm-hmm. everyone that is considered successful is always good looking or from a from a, a fine upstanding family yeah. or like just powerful or has a bunch of dragons <laughs> or just as you know the mother of dragons yeah. whatever and but, has horse people that follow her but then you have Tyrion, who is he's the imp like yeah. no one ever thinks thinks Munch twice him. about him which like maybe the fact that people underestimate him is also a thing that he uses to yeah. get what he wants but it's like you can only do so much with it and I think that's why I love season two so much is that I don't think Tyrion would have been as as uh, effective as he was if he didn't have Tywin behind him, which I think yeah. that's why Tywin's one of my favorite characters, like his dad. Mm-hmm. Because like up to the point where like he dies, he felt like the glue that was holding all of this mess together. Yeah. Because like he, he was able to keep like, Cersei at bay. Pretty much immediately. Yeah. Like he, if you... <clears throat> If you were a member of the Lannister family, your life sucked because Tywin just told you what to do yeah. and you did it. But like, I feel like everyone else, like their lives would have been way worse if he wasn't in the position that he was in because he was like, he's, he's got the name to him that like people respect him and they know, and they fear him almost. And I think that's why Tyrion was so effective in that second season because he was speaking for his dad yeah. who was already, who already had like a sterling reputation in this country that's why i think it's really cool when he becomes the hand of Daenerys later on where he's not effective at all because he doesn't have that name behind him anymore yeah so he can be swept aside and be like well now i don't have to listen to you but the only way you can be effective is if someone actually takes your advice mm-hmm. and i think that's why it's really cool to see that that transition where it's like you see Daenerys give him the pin to be like you're my hand and you're like oh wow things are gonna work out and then you realize oh shit Tyrion can't like <laughs> Tyrion can't do shit because he no one's listening to him. Shit. Because no one listens to him. And then when he does, when he does, and then <clears throat> when he does give advice, it's always at the extent at, at the expense of his family. Where it's like, well, I trust my family will do the right thing or something like that. Or like he just he can't bring himself to plot against his family. Which could you? Yeah, exactly. Like even though, like, yeah, his his sister hates him and wants to kill him, but he loves his brother. So then every time. It comes down to, do can we really trust 
this member of your family, he's always going to be like, I think I can sway them. Nope. But yeah, he can't. No. So then he, he seems like he's a bad leader. Like I thought, I heard that a lot of complaints about that, like in this season where it's like, man, Tyrion was such a good, was so good at his job, like in season two. Why is he fucking up so much now? It's because... He, he doesn't have the power he did when he did in season two. Well, and he has to go against his family. Yeah. Which would tear anybody apart unless you really hate your family. Yeah. And well, even if you hate your family, deep down, you're always going to have those ties. Yeah. If there is a part of your family that you still care about, you're always yeah. going to give them the benefit of the doubt in some way. Yeah. And like, I think he always really cared for Jamie. Like, yeah. I think Jamie was always, I, that, like, relationship kind of ebbed and flowed, but mm-hmm. they, they did look out for each other. Yeah. Any, any new Cersei, like, if she... If, if it involved her kids, she would always kind of rear and, back. And and, yeah. la- and then when he found out she was pregnant, he was like, oh, well, shit. If if I can keep her pregnant <laughs> and get her to have this kid, maybe she'll settle down a little bit. So that's maybe Calm that's that going to lady down. Yeah. Well, it's that's it always felt like her kids were always a motivator. And she really went nuts when her kids were gone. So mm-hmm. then when he found out she was pregnant, he I think that was kind of a thing where it's like, oh, well. Now she's becoming a mother again. Maybe now she'll kind of cool down and then this new child will become a priority in her life. Well. And yeah, not not, not a thing. Then um, she wrote. One of my favorite deaths, though, involves the Lannisters. Oh, yeah. Joffrey. Oh, that Jesus. That little rat bastard. Jesus. I hated him so much. And when you see his little stupid, weirdly young-looking face, because the actor can't be that young. Yeah. Um die of poison god oh. and it, it's like the he the worst poison it. you could ever ingest that actor was pretty good though yeah no like, he, was he was good like <clears throat> crazy i'm like grabbing at my neck like uh, like i'm being <laughs> yeah. poisoned but when he died i think i cheered like yeah in your face even though it was like so graphic to watch yeah yeah, oh, it's yeah, yeah it, but one of my it, favorite deaths. Uh, there you go. There's it, a favorite. It's good. It's good. But I, I don't know. I think Ramsey was way worse. I don't know if I got to see. You that. never got as far that close with Ramsey. He's like the guy that. Uh, yeah, with Reek. Yeah. Who I hate that guy. Get, he bothers me. Like, <laughs> Theon. No, Ramsey. Oh yeah. That character bothered me. His. Yeah. I think he bothered me the most. He. His manipulation and like he just was like a sociopath and. I just I don't know. Yeah. He that one that one watching any of the stuff with Theon becoming Reek and him torturing him, I would have to like watch like the office afterwards because it just really got under my skin. Yeah, it it really bothered me. Because that's another one of those characters where like you kinda start out kinda hating him because he tries so hard to impress his family. Yeah. And then it kind of turns into him like it even goes as far as for him to like kill two orphan boys and play him off as the yeah. Stark kid so that people will fear him. And then, uh, yeah, then it turns into him getting captured by Ramsey. And then it, that was just, it's like, it's, it stays that actually the imagery of that and that that situation was so disturbing that it has stayed with me. Yeah. Like, completely. It, he literally torched him for like a season, I think. Oh, man. I think it's like the last episode where like you were like, oh. he finally just cuts, <laughs> cuts his dick off. But yeah. And no, but cuts, all those scenes. I think he cuts his dick off fairly early on into the torture. No, nah, I don't think eh. so. They, I, I, me and Molly went back and rewatched, and I think it was like maybe like the second to last episode was when he finally cuts he, his like, dick off. He like sends it to his family. Yeah, <clears throat> singing that I, I took away your son's favorite toy. Oh my god! 
But even like the torture scenes up to that were just, oh, they like made me shudder. Like where he would like, fl- where he'd fillet his finger until he begged him to cut it off. It was, it was horrifying. <laughs> Like that, that honestly is like watching any crazy, scary crime show. Like it, that was, it was almost too much. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I think when it comes down to it, I think Ramsey was worse than Joffrey. Cause Joffrey, yeah, yes. Joffrey was bad, but like he was only bad because of the power that he was given to be bad. They were just bad in different ways. But Ram- Ramsey yeah. was like, Ramsey is a shit. Yeah. Like he, like, like he, it doesn't even matter me. if he had power. He would still be a, a dickhead he that was hunting people in the woods. Likes hurting people. Yeah. Like a serial killer. Yeah. I think oh. Joffrey liked to feel powerful, but well, Ramsey... he, like, rape Sansa, too? Yeah, he rapes Sansa. Which is, like... So he's a rapist, and yeah. he, like, tortures Theon. I'm surprised he didn't rape Theon. Yeah. Felt like he was going to. <laughs> yeah, but I think Joffrey just liked feeling powerful, but Ramsey just liked hurting people yeah, just t- absolutely and I think torturing that's... somebody down to the like their very core yeah he like, likes he, yeah he stripped he, him yeah he tortures he a person down to the point where they become his property willingly yeah like a, like a shuddering <laughs> it was so he was so pathetic like yeah. shaking like when he was yeah. around and like changed his name yeah it's oh, <sighs> it's good <laughs> oh, God, just give me a shiver it's good um how does he die who? Ramsey. Ramsey? Oh, uh... Please tell me it's awesome. They lose... Uh, when they have the battle... <laughs> the Battle of the Bastards. Okay. He loses the Battle of the Bastards, and then Sansa locks him in... In the gate with all of his dogs, and his dogs eat him. Hell yeah! Dog <laughs> death! Suck it, Ramsey. <clears throat> yeah. Um... Oh, man. Let's think. Let me think. Well, I don't think know. about it. Sansa, like, was with both of them. Joffrey, she had to deal with yeah. both of those tyrants. And no wonder she's like, fuck dudes now. Like, yeah. she's all, like, she's be like, I'm not trusting any guy. I'm happy to see that she made it out, though. Yeah. Because that kind of trauma. I mean, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Sansa. I mean, I feel like we should talk about Jon Snow, but I feel like Jon Snow was so, he was such a, he's one of those, like, characters in, like, a fairy tale type story where it's like, well, then he's, like, the hero, so of course he's going to be suave and debonair and stuff, but everyone else is, is so interesting around him, it, it's yeah. so hard to get into him. I think because he is an attractive person, like yeah. an attractive actor, and I feel like he gets a lot of hype, like people know Jon Snow, like yeah. that's one of the names you hear, but then on the show he's kind of demure sometimes, and like yeah. moody and just... yeah. I mean, there were some good moments. Like, I loved him and the wildling. Like, I yeah. loved that relationship. And it yeah. was sad for him. I think that was that was probably when I liked him the most was when he was having that relationship with Egrid, yeah, the, uh, the red-headed wildling chick. Because it was just, like, chick. finally seeing him kind of come out of his shell and stop brooding about being a bastard. Yeah. Because that got old, hearing about, like, I'm a bastard and oh, having yeah. on the Night Watch. And I, know. I, don't, I don't know. I just got... Jon Snow is emo as fuck. He is. <laughs> he just needs to get over it. Yeah. And so I'm like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> this but that was kind of awesome like, yeah i liked th- and then she di- she dies not that long after no um yeah she dies at that uh i don't know did you see like the the battle at the die. wall okay yeah yeah i saw her die but i was like damn it did it just didn't feel like like again they have you feel something about this yeah and you think it's gonna turn out well and then it's like nope definitely dead yeah in your face john snow yeah and i love that because uh that ollie kid i think that was that's kind of a funny thing too where like he takes this kid under his wing and like not only does he kill the love of his life but then he also ends up murdering him 
Like when they do the whole thing when they turn on John and they try when they kill him, but then yep. he's brought back to life, so it doesn't really matter. I never, I didn't get to see the brought back to life part. Yeah. I know all about it, but yeah, but like he's he's one of the one of the people that gets together with the group of guys that kill John. So it's like like full circle. Like he he meets up with this kid that like lost his family to the wildlings, and then it turns into like, well, he likes wildlings, so fuck him, and then he stabs him to death. Oh my god! But. Oh my god! Yeah, this world, no. man, it's good. It's poetic, poetic it storytelling. Poetic. I, am, I know we're gonna get to the fi- the finale, but I was not totally satisfied with the way it ended with John. Okay, well, yeah. we'll talk. We'll talk about it when we get to it. Okay. I'm trying to think of who else we can talk about. Cersei was interesting, of course. I think Arya's fascinating. Arya, yeah, all of her stuff with like the, like the training to become a faceless man was. Yeah really really crazy I think she's an interesting character anyway just from a like a feminine perspective because you have even if you look at how they start out in the beginning so if you have sansa who's like like chasing the boys really wanting to go down south yeah. wants to be with joffrey pretty much would change herself and go against her family yeah. just to for like vanity well a lot of the starks that survive are super young when the show starts yeah but i mean she's super feminine and and yeah. like kind of that classic yeah. sort of like maiden type like, thing she she yearns... never was yeah and i thought that was really cool from a female perspective to show mm-hmm. two sisters one who's completely opposite who wants to learn how to you know sword fight who has no interest in yeah. boys and is just like she has a hard road but Arya consistently is just like a badass the whole show mm-hmm like an amazing badass. So I yeah. think that's that is cool that there's like kind of that kind of that role model. I don't want to necessarily call her that, but like she yeah. is like that feminist kind of role model like hell no. Yeah. And like her relationship with want. and her relationship with the hound on that in that yeah, one that season. Yeah, was really interesting. Yeah. Just to see her get along with this guy that she absolutely despises, but yeah. she has to because he like has her captive. Yep. And then as they go along they kind of depend on each other. Where... They were good adversaries, like good frenemies. Yeah. Like, like when she would um, say the names of the people that she was going to kill. Yep. And then isn't his name in part of it? Yeah, his name is in the And so he hears it. And like, but he also is just such a brute and just like, I don't know, an equal fighter to her in some ways. But yeah. like, they just kind of balance each other out. And then it almost is like a friendship mm-hmm. a little bit. But then she leaves him to die. Yeah. Well, he, he comes doesn't. back though. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't. But she's like, nah, I'm going to leave you to die. Yeah. So they, I thought their relationship was actually one of the most interesting too. Yeah. Hmm. No, I was, I, I was really into all their, all of their uh, shenanigans as well. Um, uh, let me think. What about that guy who gets his eyes pushed in in that fight? Oh my God! Yes, oh, uh, Oberyn. That blew my freaking mind. Oberyn Martell, he should have stayed. He should have been on the show way longer. I know, that dude is I, so he interesting. Was awesome. And that, but that scene, like I referenced that with Troy a lot. Like, yeah. like I'm gonna push her eyes in. No, I don't say that. But that was like shocking. That yeah. fight, I did not see going that way. And that was one of the things, like that is some good writing and fight choreography. Because all yeah. of a sudden, it's like, nope, gonna kill you by pressing your eyes all the way into yeah. your skull. Oh my god, Oberyn Martell is so fucking. Talk about a charismatic character. Yeah, and he he was so interesting too because he was like polyamorous. Yeah, and like he was like banging dudes and chicks. Yeah, and then he had like. I don't know, like he, yeah, like he had like a... Hated the Lannisters. Hated the Lannisters, like... like, like suave about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He would have like these scenes where like he would just like, he would like threaten people, but he would do it in like this weird poetic way where you're like, are you yeah. threatening me? 
or I'm kind of turned am I on. Gonna make love to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Am I gonna am I gonna have sex am with I, you based on this threat? You am just I getting naked right me? now? <laughs> yeah. Am I taking my clothes off while also being scared? Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oberon Martell. He should have stayed on the show way longer. Like I think he was only in it for like a season. I agree. But oh my god. Like, I think we both were saying that like after like ah. Yeah. Now he's gone. <clears throat> the fuck. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. No, Ober Martell was awesome. Um, I, I think we talked enough about characters and all that stuff, but what did we think of the finale? Everyone's talking about it. A lot of people not happy. A lot of people I not saw, even happy with the so season I saw itself. You tweet yeah. Pretty early on. So it kind of yeah. had an indication of where you were going. Yeah, I have no indication of how you felt. But you also have not stayed up to date on yeah. the show. Which I think is kind of an interesting way to jump as much, in. Yeah. Because it's kind of just taking like it Like you have like kind of I- ideas of where things have gone up to this yeah. point, but you have not really watched the show up until like this no. finale. Just like reading ahead. Yeah. Um, well, do you want to go first? What? Oh, you want you want to say I'll... it and you're spring on me? Okay. <laughs> Well, you already know mine. How about uh, let me let me hear what you have to say, coming from someone that's not as washed up on it as I am. I think because it was hyped for being the finale. Yeah. Um. Even I mean, I felt this like sensation of like because I kind of wanted to go back and watch through and then later see it. Yeah. And I was sitting there and I'm like, you know what? I do really want to watch it. Like, yeah. I want to watch it in the moment. I don't want to have it ruined for me. And there was, like, an, a yearning to see it. So I sat down and watched it. And <clears throat> I kind of felt like it was a little rushed in some spots mm-hmm. and a little lackluster in others. Like, yeah. um, I figured he was going to kill, that Jon Snow was going to kill her. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to happen so early in the episode. Yeah. And I didn't feel as emotional as I thought I would. Yeah. It just kind of felt kind of cold. I mean, the dragon nudging her, Drogon, like, it was Drogon, right? Yeah. Nudging her yeah. was more emotional than the whole death scene. <laughs> yeah. So for me, it was like, man, I really love this character. I kind of had an inclination that that was going to happen. She was yeah. kind of becoming, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. And so... And her speech, I thought her speech was really great when she you see her kind of unravel and is talking like, we won't stop yeah. until we free everyone. Yeah. And you see that like the battle is never going to end for her. Mm-hmm. Like she's, she's not going to give up. That was really interesting. But then when it comes to him killing her, I was just like, okay. <laughs> and then you still have the rest of the episode. Yeah. And so I'm, I wasn't happy with Bran being the, being named the king. Okay. I mean, I get it. Yeah. I don't totally hate it, but I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like all this hype about, you know, John being the rightful heir. And then you have, you know, I think you could kind of tell that Sansa was like, mm, what about me? Um, yeah. And then it ends up being Bran. And it was just kind of this lackluster, like he doesn't even want it. Yeah. Well, I, I've got some ideas about that. I don't but, know. Um... I don't know. I just, I, I do. I mean, I, it's good resolution. You know, Arya sailing away and Sansa's Queen of the North. I thought that was good for her. You know, that last scene was the last final moments of the episode, I thought, were kind of like that rewarding. Like it ends the way it started where it's like at the wall and him going out past the wall. So I thought like there was a good tie in there, but I just didn't feel as satisfied as I wanted to. Not like these idiots 
hopefully anybody listens, sorry to call you out, who are like <laughs> signing a petition to redo it. Yeah. I don't think any of that no, is that's necessary. Stupid. That's stupid. And I do think I would never have guessed that Bran would be the one to end up on the throne. Yeah. And there were some good moments. Like I liked when Drogon melted the throne. Yeah. And it was like, this is what caused her to die because she was obsessed with this yep. throne. I'm going to blast it. So I, I did think that was pretty cool. And just seeing it gone, like yeah. everyone's so fixated the whole show. And then it's like, oh, yeah. it's, it's just fucking gone. Yeah. Um, But there were moments where I was just like, man, for all the lead up. Yeah. For some of these characters, it was just kind of like, hmm. But yeah, like for me, I I kind of probably should have messaged you because I, I think I kind of wanted you to watch the, the episode before the finale, too. Because usually I think how Game of Thrones is <clears throat> laid out is especially with their seasons, like. Usually their penultimate episodes are like more like their finale, yeah. And then the ep- and then the finale is usually like either the tie into the next season, or I think in this case it's kind of like the epilogue yeah. for the series as a whole. Okay. Because I feel like that's why they rushed a lot of the things at the end. Granted, there was a lot of important stuff, and there was a lot of things they left out that they didn't explain. Yeah. But I felt like Daenerys dying at the hands of John. John finally realizing. Finally breaking that streak of Starks trying to stay honorable to the people above them and doing the right thing. I think that was like the real end to the show. And then everything lead, everything after that was to kind of the epilogue to show where everyone is going to end up after all of this. Okay, I could see that. But I do I do agree that they rush a shit ton of it. Like they even I just, it happened really fast. They even do the like episode. a time jump where you're like, what happened to everybody? <laughs> Right? All of a sudden, they're just down there, like... They're just in... The- <laughs> he kills her, and then all of a sudden, they're down in, like, the dragon, like, yeah. arena, and yep. making this decision, it's like, well, where the where the fuck is John? Like, where's John in all of this? And then yeah. you hear, like, oh, we just have him in jail because, you yeah. know, he killed her, and it just felt like, like, wait, what about the in-between? Like, people yeah. finding him and arresting him, I, or, like... Yeah, I didn't, I didn't hate all of that stuff i just I feel hated like they that could have put it in it yeah 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 exactly it. that's what i wanted i wanted a some more drama yeah more of a lead into what got us here but mm-hmm. I, I didn't hate where they ended up with everyone being in that dragon mm-hmm. lair and them discussing and then eventually electing brand to be like the king but i just i just hated that they just did this time jump where yeah. you have no idea like where the fuck are the rest of and the it didn't even feel like there was a valid reason to do that yeah like what was the point it didn't add to the episode to time jump yeah, and but and then even like to just kind of like gl- glaze over like stuff like where the fuck's all the Dothraki, and like like because my thing was like I think her death would have been more emotional if you saw how others reacted to it. Yeah, and you don't see that at all. No, you don't. They totally strip you of that. The Grey Worm you can tell is upset and he wants justice for her, but he's yeah. the only one who gives a shit that she's like dead. Yeah, would other it than would... Drogon carrying her off, but like. I can't imagine. I I would think that Dothraki would like come up in a wave and like come after him, or yeah. like to see him dragged away. Yeah. And but he and or that somebody would kill him. Yeah. Like, honestly, I kind of thought he was just gonna die. Yeah. It would. It would. I think it would have meant so much if we would have seen like the Dothraki and see yeah. the Unsullied like discover her body. Because they would where... not have just been like, oh, commander's yeah. dead. Because because even though it it would kind of like bring you back to that feeling where like. These are people that like depended on her, that freed them, that, that care about her, and that her made mission. them, yeah, that made them feel more like more than what they were. They made her queen. They like were yeah. part of it. Yeah. So, so like they skipped I think, all of that. Yeah, it would have it, it would have uh, kind of made this weird At affirmation where like 
like you're at this point where oh she's a monster she's gonna kill all these people but then after she's dead and you see there's still a group of people out there where it's like she means everything to them yeah like granted she's a monster but she's not a monster to them I think that would have been like a cool way yeah. to send it off where it's no, like, I oh, totally shit. agree. And that's where that's where like the lackluster for me comes in where it's like yeah. they could have put more emotion into it and really built up the tension like they do in other key episodes. Yeah. Because they do it so freaking well. It's not yeah. like they do it poorly and then it was like, Well, oh, time jump. He's just in jail. Bop, bop, bop. But I, yeah. I I think the only reason they skipped time is because I just didn't know how to end that scene without John not being killed. <laughs> Because there's, I don't, I can't see a situation where John won't die there, but I almost kind of wish he would have. See, I don't know. I, I don't we'll, like. We'll talk I, I about was it. Like, like, like he got gets sent back to the Night Watch, and I was like, oh, the fucking Night Watch. Well, um, like, I don't why know. is there even a Night Watch? Anymore? I'm not even going to say he's going to be part of the Night Watch. We'll see. Let me. We'll we'll talk about it. But uh, like, why is there a Night Watch? <laughs> We'll talk about it. What's beyond the wall that they have to fucking watch for? We'll, t- we'll talk about it. Let it okay. let it go. Let All it go. Right. Okay. So um, I think when they finally... I, I hate everything leading up to where they finally get down to the dragon picks. It's this big jump in time. You don't know what's going on until then. But I do like that discussion down there. And then oh, them actually... Oh, they talk about like letting the people vote and then they all oh, yeah. smugly <laughs> laugh like a bunch of aristocratic assholes? Well, hold on. Hold on. Because right. I... I I feel like at this point, I think the show kind of shows what its true theme was, where we spent this whole series watching all these people politic and find their ways to push certain people to power or push certain families to power or what do we do to make sure that we keep this person under control when all along, all they really needed to do was just change the system. And I like that, especially... uh, um, a thing they do a, a great deal throughout the whole series is it, they always have people telling stories about what happened in the past. Yeah. Like about uh, about the Mad King that, that threatened to burn the city. And there's stories about... There are, there are stories about White Walkers, but no one ever takes them seriously. Yeah. Where, like, we do have an a outline of what could happen in this scenario based on what's happened in, in the past. But people always take stories... And say, well, that'll never happen to me. Oh, like current real life? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I've, but I, that's what I like about it. It's like, I also like that when they when people tell stories, they don't do flashbacks. They don't show you what's happened. So then there's, a, there's that kind of distance you can keep from it. Like the only real flashback you see is Bran, mm-hmm. which I think that's why it's really cool that he becomes the king in the end. Because like I said before, there's so many of these people that, that are put in power that are either like good looking or strong or, or, or wonderful war yeah. acumen or born into it. But yet in the end, they take someone who's the least qualified out of all of that. Like it's a dude in a wheelchair. He's like the youngest of his family. So he has like almost no right to almost any throne. Like he's kind of gangly. He has no they social call skills. They Bran the Broken. Yeah. He they has no. it. And I was like, you couldn't, when you make him king, come up with maybe a little more. <laughs> like the dude doesn't even have any social titles. skills. He's just, he says like one word responses yeah, to things. He literally like, is dead in the he's eyes. He's literally the worst choice for a, for a charismatic <laughs> leader in the history of the world. Yes. But the one thing the that he easiest has. easiest to kill. But the one <laughs> thing that he has that no one else has is he has knowledge and he has that history. Yeah. That no, will show. I did like that. That will show everyone when they're fucking up. 
Because yeah. that's this whole series is people fucking up and basically reliving the entire history that they talk about they'll never relive because, well, we're older, we're smarter than our ancestors, we'll never do that. They literally almost did everything. Yeah. Down to the White Walkers, down to a mad queen burning the city. Yeah. They did everything they said that would never happen again. Yeah. Even the smart people that said, I have this under control, they have shit under control. Yeah. And I like that they do this where they, first of all, they get rid of the whole, the whole, like, uh, like lineage thing and they, they break it down to a republic where now they have a group of people mm-hmm. voting. So they, so now they're finally, uh, are considering the fact that their system does not work. I did like that they kept the North separate too. Like they didn't challenge her at all. They were like, oh, okay, yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which I thought was in that was nice. But I I the the thought about like letting the people vote. <laughs> yeah, like, but I think oh, that was also God. kind of a way of like you you're not going to reinvent the wheel in a day. No. I know, but I was still just like but, yeah, <laughs> I did think it was funny though. But yeah, so they're taking baby steps to trying to become a better government. Yeah. And I think that's what this sh- this series is trying to lead to where it's so many people trying to take the same system and trying to fix it, when in all honesty, they should have just thrown it away and started over with something else. It sounds so real to life. Yeah. But no, that's why I like it. And But then, no, yeah, with the it, whole it, thing of Bran, I feel like Bran took this position not because he wanted to be king, but he wanted, he wanted Tyrion to be the leader. Because Tyrion is a person that would never be respected, but because people respect Bran... Bran can let Tyrion lead because they have that whole scene where they have the council meeting and Bran just comes in and is like, how's everything? Good. All right. I'm going to go probably see what this dragon's up to. See ya. I'm going to go piss in my wheelchair. Yeah. Piss on myself. Like he does not seem like someone that's going to, to take a, take a rightful approach at trying to lead the country. Unless it comes down to something. But he's, he's doing the right thing. He's taking someone who would be a good leader but would never get the respect to be a good leader. And then he's pretty much giving the people's respect to him to lead. Kind of like how Tywin did in, in the se- in the second season. I guess I didn't, I did not see that in this. But that's, so that, I, I don't know, that's why I like it. it it's, I did like that Marianne is now the, like, uh, Kingsguard. Yeah, she's the head of the Kingsguard. Yeah, I was really happy. And I thought that scene. And their sigil she... is a raven. Did you see that? I did. On the on I thought the that was cool. Was and I, I really thought it was a touching scene that she finished out Jamie's page. Yeah. Yep. And 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 ended with that he was protecting, he died protecting his queen, even yeah. though I'm sure that killed her inside. Yeah. <clears throat> so she's, I think she's one of the best characters in the whole show. And then, you know, you have Sam. Who is super knowledgeable and under-respected. Yep, he's the new Grand Maester. Yeah, but I was like, well, that's really cool for somebody who, like, came from nothing, whose father thought he was worthless and just put him into the Night's Watch and just a fat idiot. But he's so smart and sweet and kind. And he ends up... It was a lot of actually good, kind people around that table. Yeah. And they they really build up, like, knowledge is, like, the one thing that leads to the most success. Yeah. Which is good <laughs> How inspirational game of thrones i know exactly uh but before we cut it off uh since this didn't take place in the finale i do want to go back and talk about the uh demises of cersei and jamie because i've been hearing a lot of uh talk online about how uh like they hated how how, how they both went out 
Yeah, there I I immediately saw it. So I didn't see the episode, but I, I caught up on spoilers afterwards. Yeah. And it seemed like everybody was just shitting all over it. Like yeah. they were just like that's how they go. It's like, just like the roof falls yeah, in. People on them. were pretty bloodthirsty that they wanted Cersei to just like have this terrible, terrible death. And uh, a lot of people were kind of uh hating the fact that Jamie kind of regressed back to pining for Cersei after all the things that he did. But for me, I loved it because uh, with Jamie, I feel like Jamie is like the typical like story of like an addict. Like no matter like how much he he does to progress, mm-hmm. he he ends up going back to the one thing that's probably the most horrible for the him. worst for him. And I like that. Like I, like I feel like that's I like that people are upset that Jamie about Jamie's storyline because they feel betrayed. <sighs> they feel like they invested so much into him. Well, that's and the typical fact- Game of Thrones fashion for character development. Yeah. You start out a scumbag. They build you up and show like these more humans emotions and yeah. make you a little shinier and new. Yeah. And let him be kind of a new hero. Yeah. Redeem himself. And then he's back to being a scumbag in the people's eyes again. So it's like they, they like these twists and turns where they like kind of twist the knife in you. Yeah. Like a little bit of relief. Oh, no. <laughs> but that's how they do that with most of their characters. Yeah. But Jamie, I feel, is like especially interesting because, yeah, I just think that the reason well, and people. And it's right after he finally like consummates his relationship. Yeah. He with actually Brienne. sleeps with someone that's not his sister. <laughs> and it's somebody that people really. I respect her. Like, yeah. I feel for her. Like, yeah. that was a big moment for her, not just him. Yeah. Like, and it's. So, yeah. And just so to it's be so like, interesting. Yeah, I'm going to go back to my yeah. twin sister who I bang and have children with. Yeah. Like, I, I definitely didn't like when they slept together at first because I, I thought it was fan service and they were just like, oh, everyone wants them to get together. Let's get them get together. But then when they did the whole thing where like he went back to Cersei, I actually really liked it because then that meant that that was like the peak of him. That was like him like getting like his his like 30 year chip or something where it's like, I'm officially done with Cersei. I'm with this person now. Nothing will ever make me go back to this. And then it take one more thing to re- make him regress yeah. all the way back back down to what he was before. I was fine with the idea of them dying together. Like, yeah, it really doesn't bother me. Yeah, they started out together, they die together. Yeah, and it's so disheartening. But it was like, well, and oh, then Tyrion going down there, like no, like he's looking for them as he yeah. like very sadly walks through yeah. the Burn City, and then he goes down knowing that you could just feel like. Okay, he has a feeling like this is where they're going to be. This is where they logically yeah. would have went. And then yep. to pull the bricks and stones off of them and they're just dead. Like, yeah. that scene with him it was very emotional. Like, mm-hmm. I did feel for him like, shit, his whole family. Like, yeah. as torn as he was, it's still his brother yeah. and sister. Yeah. And even with Cersei, I, I liked like, could you what, what happened. you imagine having to find that? Oh, yeah. It's, it's awful. Mm-hmm. But, but even with Cersei, I liked... Like what happened with her too, because right before she dies, she like begs, like she doesn't want to die. Like, I don't want to die. And I feel like that's kind of like a thing you felt that Cersei never really felt like she was like, like Cersei was felt like, yeah, I think she felt like she was untouchable through a, a great part of the whole series. Even when she's forced to walk down that street naked and she's embarrassed. But by the time she gets back to the castle, she's back to, I'm back to being untouchable. Like, I'm a badass bitch. Yeah. Like, I think that whole walk, that's where, I think that was when she was her most vulnerable and she was in hell. But then it only lasted so long. Here, she's a, she she's definitely, a tough character. Yeah. Here, she definitely has to embrace the fact that 
she's dead. She's going to die. Yeah. And just seeing her break down to, I don't want to die. I mean, yeah, people got pissed because it was like, well, you've killed so many people up to this point. Like, who gives you the right to feel sorry for yourself, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, yeah, but that's she's fucking Cersei. Human, she's a human being. Yeah. And the end of the day, the end of the day it doesn't matter what awful are... fucking shit you did. You're still a human being. And, you, and yeah. you can, you have the right to be fucking scared that you're going to die. Yeah, it's a, they do a very good job of making it a very human show. Yeah. And that's... In, that's... A, in, a, in a fantasy world. Yeah. So, like, the combination of her begging not to die and Jamie trying to... Or like holding her, trying to get her to calm down. It's like the perfect combination for them to when they finally die together, where it's like you're seeing this guy who could live a way better life than he is, but he's drawn back to this thing that's the worst thing for him. And then you have Cersei, who's just awful, but then the one thing that's like the best thing about her, and they kind of come together just to make this amalgamation of we're just, we've, we've fucked up each other's lives and now we're going to die. Now we're dead as hell. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's kind of like our our whole take on Game of Thrones. Yeah. Me personally, despite the uh, the whole thing of like these weird flash forwards and kind of <laughs> skips throughout the story and like the finale and in in certain parts of the last season, I really enjoyed the series as a whole. I I really liked I it. I would agree. And I I even the people that said that it's not a good show, I even I think those people are kind of being over dramatic. Yeah. I, it the show as a whole, I think is fantastic. And given like the small gripes at the end, I still think that it tells a cohesive enough story to where at the end, I was satisfied with the entire series as a whole. Well, and it changed, I think it changed television, the television landscape with the storytelling. Mm -hmm. It like, at least it shook it up and that's why it was so popular. Yeah. And it was on HBO, which is a, isn't a channel that not, I mean, I think it, it went there and it's a harder channel for people to access. Like you have to make a choice to go get it. It's not just like a free channel. Exactly. Like some of these other shows where it's really accessible for a large market. And they made this huge thing This and it was beautifully filmed and written. Yeah. Good casting. And even the really icky parts, like they stay with you because of how visceral they were. Yeah. To the point, like, I will probably never forget some of these scenes where other shows you watch are like, mm, yeah, that was good, but I don't really care. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, screw the fanboy base that is like, I think it's ridiculous. Fuck them. I think it's offensive. <laughs> like, I, I know the actors have spoken out about this whole thing about yeah. how people want the whole last season. And like so much time and effort goes into it. And then people are just like, I don't like but it. You know what? It, it is done. It is created. Somebody yep. wrote it. These people signed off on it. They now you did can just it. take it and leave it. And even with my gripes of the last episode, I'm glad I watched it. I want to go back and watch the whole show again. Right on. But even with some of the lackluster moments, you still have these really powerful moments like when Tyrion's crying because he's, he finds his siblings yep. and realizing like, well, I have to be the hand of the king even though I don't really want to be and I have yep. to do good. I mean, there's just a lot there. So I think good for you, Game of Thrones. Yeah. All in all, if and you in have 10 not watched... years, when Troy watches it with me, there you go. he'll love it. Exactly. So all in all, uh, for me personally, I say go ahead and give it a try. Yeah. Give it a watch. Now that it's all said and done, you don't have to be like part of water cooler talk. <laughs> you can just do it on your own. Yeah. It's a good binge show. Very good binge show. Good for binging. You know, if you're pregnant, maybe don't watch The Red Wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Whole thing. But no, I, like I said before... I would not consider this my genre, but you get hooked and it is a it's it's popular for a reason. Yeah. Most Watch definitely. It. Watch it. Well, thank you 
for joining us for our Game of Thrones retrospective talk. If you want to reach us, follow us at Review Review Pod on Twitter. Also, look us up on Review Review on Facebook. Or you can even email us at ReviewReviewPod at gmail.com. What would you think of Game of Thrones? Did you like it? Did you hate it? Do you hate me for actually saying things I liked about the finale? Go ahead. Send me death threats at ReviewReviewPod at gmail.com. Oh my god, don't send death threats. <laughs> also, How did you open that up? Find me at Bucky for Everyone on Twitter. Also, Bucky for Everyone on Instagram. And him at Bucky for on Snapchat. See Danger, you want anyone to know? You want to plug your, your show? Yeah, I'll plug my show that, like, I got to swear a lot in this, and I'm sure I'm going to hear about it from people. Oh, I know. Because um, Mama likes to swear. Ooh, Mama likes to swear. But you can listen to um, my more family-friendly, I don't even know if it really is, uh, show, uh, Charm Troy's been talking about penis quite a bit on it lately. He always, <laughs> him and penises, I don't know. But yeah, you can find me on Charm, Ty- Charm Types Podcast, um, where I talk more with uh, Troy to the Max Extreme, and he's yeah. a little more censored. Yeah. birds things yeah um but otherwise yeah i've heard you i've heard you kind of ravens to things a couple times yeah. that might be more game of thrones based dun, 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 dun. <laughs> he ravens did and he doesn't even know i know i know he secretly wants to watch the He's whole thing idiot god what love a him. piece of shit i know well yeah well then uh join us for this coming uh thursday when we do the new theatrical release bright burn oh yeah Look at you two. Look at us. I don't even know what the hell that is. Uh, well, it's the uh, evil Superman movie that's coming out. Oh. So she is thrilled. We'll see if we do I'm it. I'm shocked if that just... you're thrilled because you're usually like, oh, superheroes. No. Oh, no. I... I've sat this in this one... room and I've watched your oh, eyes yeah. no. glaze over. When it when it gets repetitive, I, yeah, fuck it. But this is like. You like melt out of your It's chair. like an evil take on like the Superman story. I'm kind of for it. I want to check okay. it out. All right. So Brightburn on Wednesday, check or Thursday. Is that in theaters? It's yeah, yeah, it's coming out in theaters. Yep. Go to theaters, guys. Go to the theaters, check it out. Check it check out. Check out our Listen show. To the show. But until then, I am JT3K and C Danger. Thanks for stepping in for your husband. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Because he doesn't he doesn't do his job sometimes. So we C need, Danger here and out. We need we need a female touch sometimes to really you know to what? really get the I've job done. I've actually gotten feedback that people like when I'm on the show. You're good. I know how to rile you up, JT. Boy, howdy, do ya. Uh-huh. And sometimes I just need to let loose. Mm, do it. Do it, fuck mama. Fuck the birds. No, do I'm it, mama. Kidding. Fuck the birds. <laughs> so with that, we say fuck the birds and we're <laughs> off. Bye.